right, it's important that we get these stories right. And I think I may have been misleading, not purposefully, but just because I was reading the headline uh, to get into this next segment as I came out of the last one. So I want to make sure that this is crystal clear. The Ontario government has announced that hospitals will be able to transfer patients waiting for long-term care beds to any nursing home without their consent in an effort to free up space. This is not COVID-19 patients. This is an order to free up hospital capacity for COVID-19 patients in uh, need of urgent care. They have issued the new emergency order to allow for these transfers, and hundreds of patients are currently in hospital, according to our uh, Minister of Health, waiting to be discharged to long-term care homes. This transfer now will um, can and will happen without consent, but only in the most urgent situations. Here to talk about what he thinks of this new order, Dr. Samir Sinha, Director of Geriatrics for Sinai Health and the University Health Network. Dr. Sinha, what do you think of this? Honestly, I'm a bit concerned because uh, right now we're talking about taking away the rights of individuals and we're actually not talking about hundreds, we're talking about thousands. There are thousands of people who are currently waiting in Ontario hospitals to move to a long-term care home. And they're they're waiting to move to a home for very specific reasons. Um, they've actually, they have the right to choose which home they want to live in. Um, often that choice is made on the ability of that home to be able to provide the type of care and support that they specifically need. Um, sometimes the home just cannot accommodate them because they don't actually have the staffing or uh, they don't actually have the, um, the right staffing or the right supports in place at the moment to actually provide uh, the care. So two weeks ago, the Ontario Deputy Minister of Long-Term Care uh, and the head of Ontario Health wrote a letter asking if these homes could try and transfer 1,500 people over two weeks, but only could get a few hundred to move. So now, you know, it's the idea that if you don't move willingly, uh, we're now going to, you know, force you to move. Um, and I'm really concerned that that could occur in ways that could actually leave families and these individuals in a less optimal situation. Uh, Christine Elliott said these transfers without consent will only be done in the most urgent situations. What, what does that even mean to you? I know, you know, does that mean that the patient that's being moved is in an urgent situation? Or does it mean we've got an urgent situation in hospitals because too late, we're already there? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what that definition of an urgent situation is there. They're saying only if hospitals are in an urgent situation where they're having capacity issues. I don't know of any hospital in Ontario that isn't having significant capacity issues at the moment. We've been transferring literally hundreds of people to other hospitals to receive critical care services. Uh, we are transferring people all across Toronto who don't need critical care, but just need care. So right now, this is that urgent situation situation. And already the government has been pleading with its long-term care homes to say, if you can actually take someone, please do. And the homes have actually said, sure, we'll take people. But here's the catch. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily have the staff uh, and we will take people that we can. But fundamentally, at the end of the day, the government mm -hmm. sees a bunch of empty beds and they see a lot of opportunity to move people out um, that, frankly, for legitimate reasons, uh, you know, couldn't move already. 
the catch here too is is that they've also said that hey you know if private retirement homes want to get in on the action um if they actually mm -hmm. can take some of these people great we'll, we can move them there without their consent um and the government will pick up the tab for these private retirement homes um to actually you know get the care but again that's not with the person's choice in mind and we're not talking about transferring someone to receive the equivalent care they're receiving. We're now basically saying to you, Kelly, um, I know you like, I know you want to live in the home you're living in right now, um, or or you said that this is the home, but we're going to choose a different home for you, and you're going to like it. Right. And you have no choice in the matter. It just seems so incredibly disrespectful. You know, it, it reminds me of like a conversation we had at the beginning of this when uh, everything was going south, to put it mildly, in long-term care. And I think I asked you, like, what's at the root of this? And it was the fact that uh, you felt that somewhere along the root of this is it, we don't really, as a society, like to look at old people because they remind us of our own mortality. Do you re Do you recall getting into a conversation like that? Absolutely. I mean, this is this is this concept of societal ageism, right? You know, we are desperately concerned about the capacity of our hospitals. We haven't fundamentally done much to fix the capacity in our long-term care sector, for example. And that's fundamentally why there are thousands of people waiting in hospital to go to homes mm -hmm. and why the government says, well, these, these beds are all empty, you know, so why don't we just move these people? Like, why aren't they going voluntarily? And, you know, you can imagine how a family out there is saying, I don't want my mom to go to a home where 81 people died um, a few months ago and where we heard that fam residents who were there were banging on the walls to try and get water, to try and get food, and we're not receiving adequate care, we're being left in their own feces. Yeah, sign me up. If people are choosing not to go to their homes, they have probably good reasons. And if homes are saying right now, yeah, we would love to accept that person, we just don't have the staff. I just don't know how we can actually think um, that now taking away people's rights and saying, you know what, uh, instead of fixing the fundamental issues mm -hmm. down below, we're in an emergency. So we're just going to move you and suck it up. And let's talk about the optics with the timing. I mean, they're horrible because it makes the government, this, uh, this Ford, this provincial government look really insensitive to something that the Auditor General released today. It was her report on long-term care homes this morning. We don't have enough time to get into it, but it's not positive. So what can you say to the timing of this and the optics that in the message this sends out to people in Ontario? It, it just blows my mind that the day of the Auditor General's report, we knew that it was going to be released today. They also put out this order saying, by the way, we're taking people's rights away. Oh, and uh, we're doing this two days before the Long-Term Care Commission is going for Ontario is going to release its report as well. So this is not a great uh, week, if you will. This is not a great day for residents uh, who need to call long-term care their home. And I, I really do feel for the families, for the residents. I appreciate we're in extraordinary times, but we should never have been in this situation in the first place. Dr. Samir Sinha, thank you so much for this last minute interview. I really appreciate uh, your ability to join us and explain what's going on here. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Dr. Samir Sinha, Sinha is Director of Geriatrics for Sinai Health and University Health Network. Don't think that we're done talking about this. This, this conversation will continue on other shows today.